Hello, everyone. This is Reb Brad, and you're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. If you're a podcast regular and you've been listening to our Lesson from Lasso series, then you can go ahead and skip ahead a minute and a half to start the pod for the day. Well, it's been almost 25 years for me as a volunteer chaplain and press officer in and around professional football, soccer, as we like to call it here in the U.S., And with that in mind, I've been offering this occasional series entitled Lessons from Lasso, essentially giving a chaplain's perspective on some of the things we see in the hit TV show meshed up with my own experiences in the game. All the while trying to be careful not to over-spiritualize what's on the screen, but commenting on some of the elements I believe can be great points of personal and professional development, no matter what your role or relationship with soccer. So whether you're an athlete, a coach, a staff member, or executive, or even a fan of soccer or of the Ted Lasso show, I hope you'll find this series fun, creative, and having a little bit of everything for everyone that's in and around the game. Thank you for listening to the From the Touchline podcast. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in. And they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're at the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Well, we finally made it to the end of episode three in season one, and we see Coach Lasso sitting and sharing a spicy curry meal with the scurrilous newspaper reporter Trent Krim. Trent is probing. He's still trying to figure out what makes Lasso tick. Is Lasso for real? Is he genuine? Krim questions Ted's motives. He confronts him with the seeming irresponsibility that Lasso portrays as he's coaching a team in a sport he knows nothing about, in a country that he knows less about, just like the spicy Indian food he just inhaled without ever having eaten any. Lasso doesn't slow down for a minute, though. He acknowledges the importance of the football club for the town. He accepts there's a weighty responsibility to both the team and to the community, and he assures Krim. He's not trying to be irresponsible at all. And then Lasso asks Trent a telling question. Trent, what do you love? Is it writing? Yes, Trent replies. Well, good, because you're darn good at it. Me, I love coaching. And there we've just received another important lesson from Ted Lasso. You know, if you've been around me at all, you've likely heard me share what American writer and theologian Frederick Buechner writes about vocation. Allow me to read a short passage from his book entitled Wishful Thinking. In it, he defines or he describes what vocation really comes to mean. He says this, It comes from the Latin vocare, to call, and means the work a man is called to by God. There are all different kinds of voices calling you to all different kinds of work, and the problem is to find out which is the voice of God rather than that of society, say, or the superego or self-interest. By and large, a good rule for finding out is this. The kind of work God usually calls you to is the kind of work A, that you need most to do, and B, that the world most needs to have done. If you really get a kick out of your work, You've presumably met requirement A, but if your work is writing TV deodorant commercials, the chances are you've missed requirement B. 
On the other hand, if your work is being a doctor in a leper colony, you've probably met requirement B, but if most of the time you're bored and depressed by it, the chances are you've not only bypassed A, but probably aren't helping your patients much either. Neither the hair shirt nor the soft birth will do. The place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. Let me say that again. The place God calls us to is the place where our deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. My friend, when Lasso talks about doing the thing you love, the thing he loves is coaching. Well, you can tell he's done some deep searching and internal work to understand that he's been made this way. He's been wired to coach and to coach more than just tactics, we might add. So I wonder, do you know what you love? Do you know and understand how God has made you and created you to be? The Apostle Paul gives us a good exhortation along these lines in Colossians 3.23. He writes, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Friends, find that thing that you love to do and that thing that the world needs of you to do and do it with all your heart. You will flourish and thrive and God will bless that work and he'll bless you too. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.